Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Well, hello there, and welcome to Mission Unstoppable. I just love all you unstoppable people. And today is going to be no exception that you are going to meet another wonderful unstoppable person. You're going to meet a woman who has made some big choices in her life. She's chosen joy over sadness, happiness over anger, and she believes in putting positive energy into the world. For over 10 years, she's been a Reiki practitioner and teacher in both Yusui and Karuna. She's a master teacher of Holy Fire Reiki. She's certified in the Seven Sacred Flames Reiki, studied serenity, vibrational healing. She's a level three with crystal bowls and illumination, and she's also received ongoing training in shamanism and quantum healing techniques. Now, she's a radio host herself on BBS Radio. Her show is called Why Am I So Happy? And a TV star on the Women's Broadcasting TV Network. Her show is called Choices, Finding Your Joy. She was just recently featured in New York City Times Square by the Continental Who's Who organization as a pinnacle professional. You'll see her her beautiful uh, visage posted on Times Square. And she was currently featured for the second time in the Women of Distinction magazine for her achievements in business and in life. And she's the founder of Wellness Inspired. So please give a very warm welcome to my guest and friend, Paula Vale. Hi, Paula. Hi, Frankie. Thank you so much, honey. I'm so honored to be on the show today. Oh, just listen to all your your great achievements. You surely have been unstoppable. And, I mean, you've been doing the Reiki um, practitioner thing for about 10 years, but let's go back in time and see who Paula was in the beginning, when you were a little girl, uh, Paula, what was your family like? Like, did you have brothers and sisters, mom, dad? How, how did you grow up? Well, it, it began, I'll, I'll give you the very beginning, because that really changed my attitude in life. I was born a preemie baby. Mm-hmm. I got down to two pounds. Oh, wow. Uh, I wasn't supposed to survive the night. They actually brought in a priest and gave me my last rites. And wow. I survived. And so my whole life, I've really felt gratitude and felt, you know, God wanted me to live and, you know, I'm going to appreciate that and, you know, really try to be a a positive energy. So, and then as growing up, I had two big brothers and, you know, they, they were so fun. They always protected me and took care of things and, and they and my my father were carpenters, so they did everything. Oh, nice. So, you know, um, I was very blessed. And then, in and was your mom a home a home wife? My mom wife? was for a while, and mm-hmm. then she uh, worked in a restaurant as well. But and did you grow up in the in, in the West? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I actually, grew up in a, a town called Centralia. And I still have that property. I have eight acres there that just, my heart is there. And my life's dream 
is to have a nonprofit animal rescue and Reiki retreat center. Oh, that's, I love that, Paula. That is so goal. you. <laughs> So I'm going to stop you there for a moment, though, because that little girl who lived on that property, that little girl, when she was, you know, sitting in a field or dreaming away her life, what were you going to be when you grew up? Oh, gosh. At first, I wanted to be a nurse. Okay. Take care of people. Yeah. So, and then I wanted to be a stewardess and fly all over. Oh, my God. Me too. Yeah. 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 but then I got a boyfriend, and that kind of ended that when I was older. But um, I loved animals. I uh-huh. just, I really, I knew I wanted to do something with animals as well. My first job was an uh, egg picker on a chicken farm, and that's how I bought my first car. Oh, fun. And then when that's I went to so college, funny. I was going to be an accountant. I love balancing. I love the numbers. And Really? Wow. Yeah. And it, I used to work a graveyard shift at a restaurant, and and serve breakfast to my accounting professor and then see him at school. But I I got a job in a restaurant um, after my associate's degree in Tacoma, and I ended up being in that restaurant for 27 years. I bought it when the owner retired. So I was a a female restaurateur. Nice. Big restaurant. We set about 200 people. And it was quite an experience, especially going from having been the manager for several years to being the owner. I mean, I think I shocked a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure you shocked You're a lot of owner? people. I mean, just listening to you yeah. talk, you know, you're so soft and, and, and you know, bubbly and, and lovely. And, you know, here you ran a, a 200-seater restaurant. Nobody would expect that from you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, you know, and I loved my customers. I adored my customers. I just, you know... They'd give me birthday presents and Christmas presents. Oh, wow. I bet you knew all their names, too. I did. It was wonderful. Yeah, you did. (laughs) That was was a lot of my history. But the growing up and being on that property and being around the animals, having a horse and, you know, chickens, and that was a big part of my my beginning. What was your horse's name? Oh, my gosh. What was her name? Misty. 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 Yeah. Okay. I had a taffy and a oh. cavalier. <laughs> we, we, we grew up similar. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a horses too. I loved horses. I was horse crazy for years and years. I'd never yeah. liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we both share that love for animals. Um, and, and so, okay, after the restaurant, I mean, you got married, you had children? Yes, I got married, um, had children. And during the restaurant years, um, my husband, gosh, we had a great life. He had a good job. Um, I was running the restaurant. We were doing great. We bought some property uh, near the restaurant, built a house. But he had Crohn's disease. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. And he started having surgeries, and it was mm. very, very painful. He got addicted to pain pills. He started at adding alcohol to that. And oh, jeez. Just had a really couple rough years, and then I lost him. Oh, dear. So I'm so sorry. Then, oh, thank you. So then I was a single mom running a restaurant. and But wow. I, I told the kids. How old were you then? Um, Decades. In my 30s. Wow. Yeah. Pretty brave. Yeah, pretty unstoppable. Yeah, and when I, when I made the decision to buy the restaurant, and that had been my goal, mm-hmm. uh, I told the kids, you know, 
if we're going to do this, this is a family family endeavor. This is us because you work long hours. You do, yeah. You 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 you're devoted to that restaurant. You and are. it was like American food. It was like just. It was Italian food. Oh, oh. Italian food! Wow. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> yeah. And so the kids worked the restaurant with me. There was an apartment upstairs, and they could come to work with me a lot of times. And and you know, so all of that was really great. Yeah. And so when did it end? The restaurant year. It ended. I think it was like in two thousand six, maybe five or six. I I remarried. Uh Uh, I wasn't looking for a man. I was too busy working. But, of course, Mm -hmm. he was sitting in the lounge every night, and I fell in love with him. So I remarried, and then it was a few years after that I decided to sell the restaurant. But it was like like cutting my arm off. I mean, it was such a big part of my life. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, if anybody's ever worked in a restaurant, you know how dedicated you are to it. And it's, like, hard to leave. It's it just hard to leave. It yeah. It becomes your life. It really does. I get that. I totally I get it. But, you know, you were married to somebody else, and so you mm-hmm. kind of had to give it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in order to make that work. So, you know, I read that, um, that, that you know, Reiki came into your life when, when Shotzi, your dog Shotzi, became ill. Now, we've got about three minutes to our first break, so I'll just let you know that now. Shotzi was – what kind of a dog was Shotzi? She was a white shepherd, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. She owned my heart. We were so yeah. close. And, and how old was she? She was about 14. And oh, wow. Yeah, she had a tumor, and she wasn't doing well, and someone said, you should learn Reiki. And I had mm-hmm. never heard of it. I had no idea. So I learned Reiki. I just fell in love with it. I, it's just life-changing, and I had Shotzi two more years. Oh, really? She wow. so much, but she's the reason I learned the Reiki. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? You know, because, you know, I studied Reiki myself, and, and you know, some people might think that uh, at that age that it, it might have hastened her transition mm-hmm. as well, right? Because it, it can also do that. But interesting, very wow. Two more years—that's a really for a big dog, and you know, that's that's yeah. living a long time. Yeah. That's amazing. So you fell in love with Reiki, and mm-hmm. I guess you started with Yusui Reiki. Yes, yes, that's my passion. The Yusui. Oh, is it? It really is. Yes. And then, and then the Karuna and the Holy Fire Reiki. And I want to talk to you about the different Reikis in the next segment. Um, you know, the differences between them and, and you know, why so many? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, all of the quantum healing modalities that you're choosing and what you've, you know, um, gained or garnered from each one. Because there's a lot of people out there. You know, they, they choose Western medicine, they choose Eastern, and they choose a mix of both. But really, what they what everybody really wants is just uh, a healing, you know, however it, it's going to come to them. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, quantum healing and, and those modalities and see if we can't give them some choices and, and a few uh, bits of more of understanding of what it's like to have a treatment. You know, um, some people might be afraid to go have a treatment. And and what it's like for both of you, really, because as as the person who the giver, you're also the receiver yes, in the treatment. Yes. 
right? So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. All right. Well, everybody, don't go anywhere because we have more Paula Vale to talk to you about. She's just uh, amazing, as you can hear. We're going to talk about Reiki in the next segment. Then we're going to talk about her animals and and about Reiki and animals and animal communication. And we're going to talk about manifestation and just bringing joy into your lives and why you should choose to be happy. Because, I mean, listen to her voice. Is she not like the happiest person you've ever heard in your life? (laughs) We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's Mission Unstoppable. That's right. Don't stop listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. When it comes to exercise, don't overdo it. Some people push so hard for so long that they just burn out. And it's estimated that 10% of all exercisers experience burnout at one time or another. I monitor my clients, watch their workouts, and tell them to listen to their bodies. If you begin to feel more worn out than energized, despite your best exercise effort, It's time to scale back your fitness routine a little. Remember that your body needs time to adjust and adapt and that the progress of exercise is made during the recovery period. If you don't give your body proper rest, you may find that you're taking one step forward and two steps back. Keep your exercise moderate and enjoyable and most importantly, keep it consistent. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Hey, it's Mission Unstoppable. I'm your host, Frankie Picasso, and my guest today is Paula Vale. And before we went to break, as I had mentioned during our introduction, Paula is an expert Reiki practitioner and teacher. And we're going to talk about all the modalities that she practices and the differences between the Reikis and why you might want to choose Reiki if you have never have, or maybe one over another. So, Paula, educate us, please. You started off in Yasui Reiki, and you said that's your favorite. So let's let's start there. It is. It is. I I studied. I began with Yasui Reiki, and I actually took a few classes from a different, couple different people, including mm-hmm. William Rand. I got my master Reiki training in uh, Peru. Ooh, oh, so, at Michi Puchu, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Don't let's just like, was, oh, I got it in Peru. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, okay. tell us about and that moment. When you open that beautiful door to Reiki, you do it through what's called an attunement, initially called an initiation. Mm-hmm. And I had the attunement on my birthday in front of the graves of the three princesses at Machu Picchu. I mean, it oh doesn't my get better gosh. than that. <laughs> no, that's an experience you'll never forget. Yes, yes. How long so, were you in Peru for? I think it was about 14 days. Wow. And you went with a group, I, I'm assuming? Yep, went with the group and uh, really loved 
the Sacred Valley, stayed mm-hmm. at this amazing resort in the Sacred Valley. And the owner of the resort, she was just awesome. She had never received Reiki, so I would give her Reiki sessions and just became good friends. And she had what's called a crystal healing bed. Oh, and wow. I fell in love with that. So I came mm-hmm. home, researched it, and went, oh, Washington needs one of those. So I've had a crystal healing bed in my office for probably about eight years now. Wow. Yeah. And and so did you feel the energy in Michu Picchu? Oh, my gosh. Do you feel the energy? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, many, mm-hmm. but even more, there were other places in Peru that we went into that I felt it was even stronger. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got your master's um, on your birthday mm-hmm. in front of the three goddesses in Michu Picchu. That's like incredible. <laughs> And, and and so you're coming back and you're going, okay, now world, I'm ready to heal. Yes, yes. I yeah. just loved it. And, and, and teach it. And so what is it about Reiki that you love? Oh, gosh. It's, you know, it's gotten to be over the years when people ask, you know, what is Reiki? It's like, I just want to say it's beyond words because mm-hmm. it is so many things. There's so much about it. It's so life-changing. Um, I'll start with, you know, just for a practitioner, when you open that door to Reiki, anyone can learn Reiki. Anyone mm-hmm. can open that door with the initiation. You use sacred symbols. And you it immediately, you know, raises your vibration, connects you, this great connection with source. I I'll, I kind of consider it almost like a prayer modality as well because you're, you're mm-hmm. connecting with source. Mm-hmm. And when you offer Reiki to others, to animals, to people, that Reiki energy is going through you to them. You're the vessel. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, I don't believe anyone should ever say my Reiki's better than their Reiki because it's right. not your Reiki. You don't know right. it. This is coming from source. And that goes through you. You're totally, you're protected. Um, people have asked me over the years, don't you worry, you're going to pick up someone's negative energy. No, I couldn't be more protected. And I have... Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this all these years. We get healed as well when that energy mm-hmm. is running through it. And I personally believe that the more you trust and have gratitude and just open up and let that flow and know the Reiki is going where needed for that client, mm-hmm. you know, just how much more powerful it can become. Now I noticed for myself when I when I gave Reiki and I, I'm not doing it now, but when I did um, give Reiki treatments, um, I used to pick up a lot of things from my clients, and sometimes you know I I, I struggled with wanting to tell them or not, and in yeah. the end I usually did tell them the things I picked up and and they understood them what I was saying. Your intuition gets mm-hmm. grows gets heightened. Yeah. yeah, so your intuition must have just been on fire. it's like oh because it does it really increases our intuition oh Mm -hmm. i love that frankie yeah and that is a tough one with you know do do you say something or not say something Mm -hmm. yeah especially if you feel something you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. um that that can be you know because that you don't know what somebody's going to do with that information Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know but sometimes I'll just say, oh, I saw, you know, this place and it has this stream and it has a barn or whatever. Oh, they go, oh that's my farm, you know, or whatever, right? Oh, whatever they're thinking about. 
but sometimes you know you feel an illness too and and you know you do you want to say something or not and that that's something i would struggle with yeah have you ever yeah. have you ever you know wondered yeah, what to do with something like that personally i don't say something mm-hmm. because then you bring fear in that's right and that's a low vibration and that can all you know you know, increase what's going on. So what I do is if I feel this, I'm, I will stay on that spot longer. Okay. And just try to send the healing there. Um, so that's just kind of how I, 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 you approach it. Yeah. And, and so you, you have these different ones, the Karuna and the Holy Fire Reiki. Now you, you know, you study different ones. I guess everyone has a little bit different approach or, or, or comes from a different place. And yes, yeah, so I studied the Karuna Reiki and the Holy Fire Reiki just to know it, kind of have it in my, I call it my Reiki soup. You know, uh-huh. you open up that Reiki, you got your pot of soup, you can add this, add that, and that's what triggered me. You know, I fell in love with the shamanism and the quantum healing and the, you know, the sacred flames. So I learned those to have those and have the knowledge and understanding, right. but they really didn't float my boat I'll say um, I hear you I just you took it to, I, to find I, out I, what it was all about yeah I, I did, did the same thing with a lot of things <laughs> is, but is I wanted to I ask love. you about the holy fire reiki because they claim yeah. that you know this comes from a higher vibration that you have to be a little bit more um elevated consciously to to operate you know under the holy fire reiki and but it's it's they also say that the there's more wonderful effects of feeling loved and that it lasts for a very very long time. Would you say and and you and the feelings more nurturing? Would you say that's true or somebody selling holy fire reiki? Personally, I I I, I hate to you know I don't want to be negative, but personally, no. I just, yeah, didn't care for it and is selling it. And it's a marketing. the problem yeah. I had was I adore Yasui reiki. Mm-hmm. We are taught with the Yasui Reiki, that once we're attuned with those symbols, we have them forever. Right. And when you learn Holy Fire, they say, oh, no, you have to give up that symbol. You don't have it anymore because you're going to have my symbol. Oh. That's not right. No. It's not a competition. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No, they they should be enhancing, not Exactly. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And and so you worked with the crystal bowls. Do you like the crystal yeah, bowls? I love the crystal bowls. I got into those in my shaman training. Okay. And I love them. So I actually I have some in my office and after a reiki session I play a bowl for a few minutes. It just kind of sets everything yeah. in. And, yeah. And let's talk about your your shaman training. I just love shamanism. So let, let's talk about that. Yeah. What it, was that it, like it was, for you? It was so fun. I took two different trainings from mm-hmm. an amazing woman. Uh, she has a place in Sedona and in Los Angeles. I love Sedona. And, oh, that's my favorite place on earth. Me I too. Place. I oh. love everything about it. The art, oh. <laughs> the mountains, the feeling. Well, the only I thing I don't love about it is how expensive it is. <laughs> I think we need definitely. to meet in Sedona. Oh, absolutely. It. Yeah, perfect. We will definitely meet there, Paula. That's a promise. Let's go. I love it there. So pretty. I've got my favorite art gallery, like, ever. I would love to have my art there. Yeah, it's (laughs) awesome. I agree. So, you took the shamanism there. I love it. And for people who are listening, why don't you tell us what it is? 
maybe they don't know, you know what that is. It's, it's the it's oldest scary... medicine there is. Um, mm-hmm. And it can be very powerful, very powerful. I learned things that like, oh, my gosh. Um, but also amazing. I've talked to people that have been healed, you know, going to. So you can do soul retrieval. Is that did you do soul retrieval yep, and things that. like that? Yep, mm-hmm. things like that. But you know what the funnest thing, and uh, before I say that, um, I walked away with that because, you know, you go on these amazing journeys and, mm-hmm. you know, like one journey, I I went beyond death. I mean, and it literally, I, I now see through new eyes. It's amazing. But the funnest uh-huh. thing of shamanism for me is the connection that it helps you open up to the earth, the animals, totality. Oh, my gosh. I get so many messages all the time from the animal kingdom. Nice. Oh, it's so fun. It's and So who's your spirit animal? Uh, a wolf. Nice. Yeah, that's what and, I thought. Yeah, and my shaman name is Shantara. So I can literally ask for myself or a client mm-hmm. messages and then just throughout the day, you know, maybe take a walk or just throughout the day watch and different signs will come to me. It's it's just amazing. I love that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Ask yeah. for me. I like to know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be so cool. Really cool. Oh, I love that. Okay. And 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 so today in today's world for you, are you, are you seeing clients like weekly, daily? What's your schedule like as far yeah, as that goes? I am seeing a lot of clients and uh, still teaching classes. Mm-hmm. I don't really advertise it, but I get contacted. And actually on my website, it says I'm not seeing new clients anymore, but uh-huh. I'm getting so many people contacting Referrals, me. Like, yeah. like today, later today, I have, I'm doing an interview in in a couple hours and then I'm going to my office because I have two new clients because people are just contacting me wanting to come in for sessions and I can't tell them no yeah and are you doing Reiki over Skype too are you doing it long distance Um, I don't over Skype but I do send people long distance Reiki sure yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and Mm -hmm. oh I've got some great stories I actually last year had a woman and I interviewed her on my uh, radio show a while back. But she was, I was contacted by a relative of hers. She was mm-hmm. in four-stage cancer. And they said, would you please uh, send her Reiki? She was in uh, uh, Australia. Oh, we just became good friends. And nice. she uh, went through, uh, I think, to Mexico and did a bunch of, you know, nutrition um, mm-hmm. Hold your story. We're going to have to go yes. to commercial. Oh, oh I'm so excited. It. Good. It's a cliffhanger. It's a great story. Yay. Okay. Um, while we're on commercial break, visit um, Paula's site. It's www.wellnessinspired.com. So wellnessinspired, all one word, dot com. Go check out her out. Um, she's not taking new clients, but she might. You never know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can always hope. There you go. We'll be right back with Mission Unstoppable. That's right. Don't stop listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? 
Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20-ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. In the United States, approximately 765,000 strokes occur each year. The National Stroke Association recommends the FAST method, F-A-S-T, for identifying potential signs of a stroke so you can act quickly to limit permanent disabilities and to save lives. F is for face. Ask the person to smile. A is for arms. Ask the person to raise both arms. S is for speech. Ask the person to repeat a simple sentence. T is for time. If you see that they cannot perform any of these tasks independently or together, call 911 immediately. Taking action quickly can save a life and minimize permanent impairment. When it comes to a stroke, remember F-A-S-T. I'm Annette Hammond. For other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Ah, it's Mission Unstoppable Radio. I am your host, Frankie Picasso, and my guest today is the lovely, charming, delightful Paula Vale. And I know that you're hearing all the, the joy and happiness in her in her voice and in everything that she does. And she was telling us a story. We had a cliffhanger. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Tell us. Let's recap, if you can, for us. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, we're we're we'll talking about long-distance long Reiki and how powerful it is. It's just mm-hmm. I mean, they even have scientific studies now of people that get mm-hmm. Reiki before and after surgeries. But it, I was sending long-distance Reiki to someone who I was connected with. A in Australia. Woman, in Australia. She went through the Gersten Institute, and um, I sent her Reiki for about a year and a half. She's now cancer-free. Beautiful. And we became good friends, and she flew to Seattle last summer to take a Reiki class from me. Oh, wow. So wonderful to meet her. And, you know, I love teaching. It's it's so fantastic. And I used to do large classes, but now I limit my classes to like one to three students. So pretty much people contact me and we set up a class. I really love a Mm -hmm. one-on-one day with people. But anyway, that was great. I mean, and I have sent, I'll give you an example of a hospital. I sent Reiki to a relative who was in the Seattle hospital to have a double lung reduction. Transplant? Oh, wow. Which is like a really major surgery. I think they like yeah. to break her ribs or something. And they said, you know, you're going to be in at least 14 days in the hospital. So I actually went up there the night before and the next day and then sent long distance Reiki from there. She came home after eight days. Oh, wow. It was a record. That's fantastic. You're very powerful. I mean, or you're powerfully connected. The, let's the say Reiki, that. 
Yeah, the Reiki. But yeah, yeah. and it's, it's amazing. And I read once in a book many years ago that, you know, someone felt long distance Reiki was more powerful than hands on because it's, there's no distractions and it's just you know what I kind of feel like that about coaching and I feel like that about my animal communication I have better success when I communicate with animals here's a segue for you with animals (laughs) when I don't know them in person or see them in front of me that makes sense that makes yeah I think there is a distraction. And even coaching, like I like to coach on the phone and not see people's faces. I think that there, you hear the voice or the breath pattern or you feel that change. And I think that there's just something intuitive about it where you get distracted by, you know, the hair and the what they're doing, they're fidgeting or whatever it is that's sitting in front of you. Yeah. I think That makes sense. And it is, you know, I found with Reiki, when you give Reiki to someone close to you, you know, mm-hmm. a family member or friend, someone you're really dear to, it is really difficult because you get so emotional. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 So yeah. That, that's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about animals, our love for animals, and, oh. and what you want to put out into the world, because I love that you want to have a sanctuary. So let's let's talk about that. Now, you were young, and you had dogs, and you had horses, and did you just love all animals? I wanted to be a veterinarian. Yeah. That was, like, the very first thing I wanted to do, oh. yeah. and, and be a jockey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. And an airline stewardess and a radio host. I love it. I, love I couldn't it. choose. Yeah, I know. Oh. It's so funny. Um, I would still love to do all those things today. You know, like I have a passion and a love for animals and I know that you do too. And, and, uh, I mean, try to find a picture of you without your dog. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I love them. I am so passionate about animals. I I sign petitions constantly. Yeah. I'm, I'm so passionate and animals, what, uh, Reiki does for them. I have, you know, all four rescue dogs, two rescue cats. When I was young, we had chickens and geese and I even had a deer for a while someone had hit a deer oh wow so you were um yeah you're pretty amazing and people you know that that could be a specialty for somebody who wanted to go into Reiki uh, and it is for some um just doing Reiki for animals yeah 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 and and you know that they're really getting the the effects of it like you you can see them relax you can uh you can really see it in them I have clients that bring their dogs with them. So they get mm-hmm. Reiki, the dog gets Reiki. And I'll give you an example of, of a dog. Um, I had a woman from Seattle contact me. Her dog had been attacked. Uh, and she it had surgeries. She had spent $10,000 on surgeries. It couldn't even drink or eat. Wow. And it was on tubes. And they said there was nothing else they could do. And so she brought it for a few Reiki treatments and... And the dog's doing great now. So the dog wow. feels, thank goodness. But it's also hilarious with animals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, dogs sometimes, you know, you'll give them Reiki for the first time and they look at you like, really? You can do that? Are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, they're so cute. On the property, I can't believe that, that they, yeah. you know, one of the, the things I find extremely sad and, you know, when you have it when, as a pet owner is that a lot of times saving your animal comes down to how much money you have. Yeah. Oh, I know, Frankie. That breaks my heart. I know. Me too. Oh. Me too. Like $10,000. Oh. How many people would spend $10,000? Oh. 
I know a lot of people who would not spend ten thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, I know. It's so true. It just depends how how much of a family member you really feel they are. But yeah, yeah I, I there was a dog here that was attacked last week and died and and it had to be put down anyway because of its injuries and of course it was like eight to ten thousand dollars to save it and I'm, I'm it was a young family with three little kids like I'm sure he would have done anything he could but you know they they couldn't yeah. promise him that he would survive mm-hmm. and you know at that point you're like maybe the kindest thing is to put him down they said that you know 90% infection rate after all the time and yeah you know you have to really make those decisions for yourself but I do find it you know like that's just too expensive come on mm-hmm. craziness but I mean this is an alternative keep your pet healthy and and if they've got yeah. uh, arthritis and you know different kinds of ailments that you Reiki can certainly help them yeah yeah it sure and can. even passing over gently you oh, know can help them yeah. Like I got a bunny in my backyard who was dying, and I sent it Reiki. And oh, I love that. Yeah, you know, like I just wanted to. I was crying, but I just wanted to help it. And you Frankie, know, before... let me put this out there to you and all the Reiki practitioners that are listening. On the third Saturday of every month, between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. in whatever time zone you're in, please. Uh, join me in sending some long-distance Reiki to the entire planet's animal kingdom. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'll be there. Every month. And it's, it creates this big, huge wave. Yeah. Yep. I would love nice. that. Nice. I love that. Oh, Paula, I love that. Very. Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. Yay. Oh. I'll make a big announcement about that. I love it. Third Saturday of every month between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m., wherever you are in the world. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Ah, Very cool. So tell us about the, you've got the eight acres, and what are you going to do with it? Um, Well, my goal is to uh, create the nonprofit animal rescue. Mm -hmm. Right now I have uh, renters there, and they really want to buy it, but, you know, I just just can't do it, so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And what kind of animals do you want to put there? I'd like to be able to rescue horses, goats, dogs, mm-hmm. cats, you know, anything like that. Yeah. And I could do I like teach Reiki classes. We could have retreats and give the animals Reiki. It would be just wonderful. Yeah, I like that a lot. How is how is Washington State? I know that um Arizona or not Arizona, but New Mexico was was not very um wild horse friendly as far as wanting to save them they'd rather kill them which i think is disgusting but as a state like how was washington do you know they used to be better they're not as you know they're allowing much more to happen and like you know killing the wolves on the east in eastern washington it's absolutely horrific what they're doing and allowing now and why haven't they learned I don't know, shooting them from helicopters where you wound them, you, they can run the for wolves. miles, you're chasing them, they're throwing up, they're, and now they've, you know, recently in the last couple months, our government has passed that law where they can shoot bears and wolf cubs in their dens, and it's just unbelievable. But in Thurston County, where my property is, uh, I've heard that there's a real problem with horses. People just go and dump them off up in the woods somewhere. So there's there's a need there for the horses. So I really would want to be able to bring horses into that. There's a lot of deer 
come on the property. And sure, you know, over the years, there's been times where I'm sending the deer Reiki. One time, I had one just kind of lay down right in right in the front yard. Uh, they <gasps> all feel it. It would be so wonderful. Wow. Well, you know, there's a story, and this is a true story. I'm, I'm going to say it really quick because I think I think we need to talk about it really quick, if that's okay with you. Yes. Um, in the 20s. Um, in Yellowstone National Park, they killed all the wolves. All the wolves were, you know, eradicated. Anyway, so they had, um, they killed all the wolves. And then, and then I think it was like in the 50s or 70s or something, they brought them all back. And what happened was that all of the animal population, all of the land, all of the, um, even, even the, the water and, and the banks and everything all got reconstituted. So by bringing the like the the deer had overpopulated um, the bunnies and and everybody had just overpopulated and and nobody was getting what they needed. There was no no plant life left to eat. There was nothing you know because the bunnies and and the deer had eaten it all and and just everything you know affects everything, right? Yeah. So biologically, evolutionary. So when they reintroduced ten wolves, ten wolves, the wolves ate the deer. The you know the bunny the the Foliage started to come back. Um, you know, animals didn't starve anymore, and even the the water returned because of the uh, you know the embankment. I don't know how it all because of the plant life had gone away. Now the plant life is back, and all everything had evolutionarily changed, biologically changed, and it was it was as it was meant to be. So do not go out and kill these wolves and the bears because they're necessary. They're necessary to the environment. Yes. Like if it's out of whack, then you know nature will look after it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man yeah, doesn't I'm need to do that. So happy you mentioned that, Frankie, because it's so true. It's there's balance, and we need to keep that balance. You know, yeah. don't kill the wolves, the coyotes, everything you can find. Put your they hands are on. Yeah. part of the environment, and they're part of how everything works. We're going to go on a commercial break, Paula. Sorry. But when you when we're on break, you guys can look up that story. It's a true story. Look up Yellow, Yellowstone National Park and wolves, and you will see how it all became rebalanced. Yeah. Yeah. No need to go kill. We'll be right back with Paula Vale on Mission Unstoppable Radio. Listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. had a weird weekend relaxing and reading through mental floss when I came across these rip-roaring R-words. I recognized a few of them, such as the old 18th century Scottish word ramfieselt, which means fatigued or exhausted. A couple more great R-words are ruckatly tuckatly, meaning crumpled or gathered up and ruched. Rouge is commonly used today to describe a flattering blouse or top. Rabbity is a 16th century word for an innocent fool, while Raffle Coppin is a rash, impetuous person, or maybe just somebody that gets carried away with our words. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. In your quest to be more active, lose weight, and or eat a healthy diet, you need to chart your course. Having a plan is the way to go. The old adage, fail to plan and plan to fail, holds true. 
In order to reach your goal, you need to have a specific strategy. Don't just say, I will exercise more. Instead say, I will walk for at least 30 minutes, seven days a week, and then do it. Don't say, I will eat more fruit and vegetables. Instead, set the goal of having at least one to two vegetables or fruit at each meal. Write your goals down and post your outline where you can see it. Every day, review it and make a plan of how you will incorporate those strategies that day. Chart your course and you will reach your destination. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond, keeping you healthy, happy, and fit. Hey, we're back. It's Mission Unstoppable. I'm your host, Frankie Picasso. My beautiful guest today is Paula Vale. And I know as you've been listening to Paula, you've gotten a real sense of, of who she is. She's a gentle soul who puts positive, wonderful energy out into the world. And uh, hopefully she's inspired you to try Reiki or practice Reiki maybe, or just try any of those healing modalities or shamanism, uh, you know. I, I haven't told you this, but we're going to talk about it now. She is also a radio host. I think I mentioned that briefly, but she is a radio host. Why am I so happy? And a TV star and choices, finding your joy. Let's talk about, we're in our last segment here, Paula. So let's let's talk about um, why am I so happy? Now, you named your show, Why Am I So Happy? Why are you so happy? <laughs> because I've been asked that my whole life. I really oh, have. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, I remember over the years, you know, occasionally somebody looking at me, what are you so happy about? But, oh, that's so funny. you know, it's not that I haven't had challenges. I've had. Yeah, obviously your husband passed away and mm-hmm. yeah. And I just, but I really believe happiness is a choice. Yeah. And I believe gratitude is a big part of that, whether we look at what we're grateful for or we look at what we're lacking and we want and we don't mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. I mean, we create our mindset, and I really believe happiness is a choice. I and, do too. Uh, yes, and when we choose that, and we choose a mi- positive mindset, I believe mm-hmm. that raises a, our vibration. It affects what we manifest. Everything. Mm-hmm. It's huge, and it all starts with us. It which does. Is really exciting to know we have. Yeah, that we power. we have that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people yeah. always say, how do I change my life? I go, change your thought. That's all. Exactly. It's that simple and that hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's simple but powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So you mentioned manifesting. I'm glad that you did because I know that you um, really love manifesting. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about about how you manifest and, and maybe some of the things that you've manifested that have, that have to yourself, that, that you've brought to yourself and are so excited about. Yes. Well, um, I'll talk about the radio and TV, but I will sure. mention something briefly that has to do with the restaurant. Okay. And I had run this restaurant for years, and the owner had promised me I could buy it when he retires. Well, it came to that time. He had told me what I needed to save for a down payment. I did that. All of a sudden, the down payment was four times more. What? Okay. I didn't have it. He had another buyer interested. Mm. I went to the bank. I was, you know, a single mom. And, you know, they pretty much said, you know, oh, you, you, you're SOL. Yeah, little lady, <laughs> you want to buy a restaurant? Right. And laughed me out the door. Mm-hmm. So I was heartbroken. I was just, oh, well, you know, I guess what's meant to be. 
And I was telling a, a customer, uh, uh, he was a doctor, him and his wife, regular customers, well, it looks like I'm not going to buy the restaurant. And he said, why, Paula? And the next morning, knocking on the restaurant door was his accountant with all the paperwork, and that doctor co-signed a loan. Oh, wonderful. I was just their favorite waitress. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that great? He took a chance oh, on you? He just, yeah, and a year later, I got him off the loan. And our nice. joke was always, I was going to name a booth after him. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Was it a heart attack booth or something? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you just never know. Amare? Yeah. Don't give up on your dream because you never know. That's amazing. I like that. I love that. Did you ever, did that ever occur to you that, that, did you put that out there? Gee, it'd be great if somebody came in and co-signed the loan for me. No, I just kind of, you know, thought the angels and the, yeah, uh, and all that, you know, so. We'll talk about an angel investor. I know. Wasn't it something? Yeah. So how did you get wanting to be on the radio? Well, how did that come about? I didn't want to be on the radio. I had never even (laughs) imagined it. And I was approached by Voice America Radio. Mm -hmm. And they said, we want to have our our first worldwide show about Reiki. And we researched and looked at your website and da-da-da. And I was like, okay, I'd have to think about that. Will you call me later? So they called about a month later and said, we really want you to do it, Paula. So I did, and I was on Voice America two and a half years. My show was in the top three on the Health and Wellness Channel. And I loved, I fell in love with interviewing people, the people I met. And at first it's I so was so fun, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and I, I love it to too. say at the end of every show, love, hugs, blessings. And I thought, oh my gosh, if I tell people I love them, they're going to think I'm a weirdo. And after about three, four months, I went, you know what? I have to be Paula. I just have to be Paula. And so that's what I do. And I started the BBS show. The Voice America show was called For the Love of Reiki. Mm -hmm. And then I started the BBS show about a year or so, year and a half ago. The Why Am I So Happy um, started that. And when I was approached by Shay Vaughn, the mother of the actor Vince Vaughn, to become a mm-hmm. host on WBTVN TV, um, I knew I couldn't do three shows. It was just too yeah. much. So then I ended the Voice America show and started the TV show. And I had not been thinking TV. It had not even entered my mind. But it come about. And, you know, when after I started the radio show, I was featured in the Women of Distinction magazine, put on the cover. From that article, I was contacted and put in Times Square. And That's awesome. You know, it's all just exploded. And I'm going to New York City in December to receive a award for Wellness Coach of the Year. And, oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It's this big gala formal dress at the Hertz Carlton. And I've never been to New York City. so I'm. Really oh, it's excited. exciting. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher is going to be given an award for his human trafficking work. And there's nice. going to be like a top doctor, top attorney. Man of the year, I was told the gentleman from, you remember the movie, Aaron Brockovich? So I'll get yes. him. So, I mean, it's just one thing after the other. You're going to be in great company. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Cool girl. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you. And, wow, thank that's you. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, I mean, this is, 
I, I, I don't know how old you are, Paula, but I'm going to guess that we're similar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, is this like the third quarter? <laughs> are we yeah. in the third quarter here, maybe? I like um, mean, definitely quarter. a little past midlife. And mm-hmm. how extraordinary to be really lighting the world up on fire at this, at this stage of life. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're starting things and improving things and and things are exploding and you know nobody people think about retiring and and we're just getting started again yes yes that is so true and we're we're you know we're a team frankie we're so connected and together sharing you know positive energy and insight and it's so wonderful it is it's amazing you know i people don't you know that's why i have unstoppable like you don't not just not just don't stop living and stop you know being involved but you know like you've shown how unstoppable you have been through your whole life and and nothing's going to stop you from getting what you want you know there might be a detour there might be you know a hail mary there might be whatever but things will you know you prevail and and you could have been defeated you could have said, oh, I didn't get the loan, so I'll just let that go, the restaurant go, and my husband passed away, so I'm just a single mom, so, you know, I probably should just, you know, lay down now and die or whatever, but you didn't, and you kept going, and, you know, you, that energy that you throw out comes back to you tenfold all the time, all the time, I'm sure, and look, you know what, you don't even have to advertise because people, it's so word of mouth that people, you've got two new clients today, and you didn't even ask for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for you. you. Go to wellnessinspired.com and, you know, look for Paula. Look for her radio show, Why Am I So Happy. Look for her TV show, Choices, Finding Your Joy. Look for me on on both shows because I I will be there eventually. I have been. (laughs) You'll see me with Paula on TV. Yeah, and I was yeah. so thrilled to be with her, and and so thrilled to have her on Mission Unstoppable. Uh, she's an amazing person and an amazing guest. And how extraordinary to be at, at Meet You Pichu on your birthday, receiving your master's in Reiki. Yeah, wow. and do you know what happened right after the attunement? A big condor came and flew <gasps> over our heads. Oh, my gosh. Talk about symbolism. Oh, I know. And our guide that was with us, she was like, oh, my gosh, you don't re- even realize how powerful that is. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. So in, in the Women of Distinction magazine, what was that? What's that article about? Um, there was there's been two different articles. The first- oh, yeah, this is your second one. Yeah, the first edition, they put me on the back cover. And then the last edition, which I believe came out last December, I'm on the front cover. Um, But the articles talk a lot about Reiki, manifestation, that type Mm -hmm. of thing, Uh, my business. And, you know, I I think I mentioned in this last article, something I really put out there and, and share with students with manifestation, you know, I look mm-hmm. at it as with one hand, we have our goals, we have our research, we have the work we're doing to our goals. Mm-hmm. But with the other hand, have it wide open to what can manifest when we connect to that flow of manifestation because things can come that we never even dreamed about. Mm-hmm. So don't, you know, have your focus so much on on a goal that you shut the door and you to other opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So be yeah. open to both. Yeah. 
So, but that's basically kind of what the the articles were about. And and you know, be conscious too, because you know, you, not only when you're when you're manifesting or you know using the law of attraction, when you've got your energy and you're focused on something, um, it's you know whether you're conscious or not positive or negative you're attracting it to yourself and so when you're conscious at least you're consciously bringing things to you and not unconsciously bringing things that you don't want to your life so that's you know just a little hint there (laughs) we've we've we go ahead we got one minute left and it's yours even what an act of kindness can manifest you know simple Mm. things like that that we can put out there Mm -hmm. in the world Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you see a lonely person, like how difficult is it to say hello? How are you? Look them in the eye. You know, maybe that's the first words they were able to speak to a, a real person all day. Like you don't know what was happening with, in people's lives, but certainly a kindness, the door held open, whatever, you know, is is not a difficult thing to do and, and can be huge to somebody. We have been speaking with Paula Vale. Please go to her website, www.wellnessinspired.com. You've listened to Mission Unstoppable. I thank you so much for joining me each and every week. And thank you so much, Paula, for being my guest today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I just had a blast. And Indeed, our pleasure. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to your TV show, I believe. Turn defeat into victory. You've been listening to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. See you next time, and always remember don't, 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 don't stop.